folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Michael Hanford. Hi. And Timothy Kalpakis. What is up, Pluto TV stylies? Hey, wow. And we're your hosts of the third best podcast, comedy podcast on planet Earth. Damn. We got to plug that more. Yeah, no, I know. It's the kind of the green spots, not so much the blue areas, you know, those are a little more aquatic, but mm. on the earth, all the green kind of land terrestrial forms, stuff. Yeah. That's where a lot of the pods are coming from. And that's where we excel. <laughs> wait, <laughs> what is, wait, what does that have to do with the third best <laughs> on earth? On earth. On earth. Oh, on earth. earth. Gotcha. 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 Greens gotcha. and blues. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and some whites. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's snow. And don't forget browns. Well, a lot of browns. you sound like my proctologist right about now. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget browns. Oh, sorry, Doc. I forgot him again. <laughs> yeah, Michael, you gotta push what, these what things got, out of there. <laughs> what do we got going on back here? Well, you got the usual whites, but um, nope. <laughs> now you got whites. some browns. <laughs> How's your uh, toilet bowl looking these days? Oh, yeah, yellows and lighter shades of yellow sometimes. That's about it. Don't forget the Browns. Oh, you're the best. Ow. <laughs> oh, Doc, can't you, sneak by you. Your proctologist, does he do that thing where he takes out a color swatch and he has you point out? What's been what's been going in and out of here? <laughs> this is kind of gross. Would you recognize any of the colors that come in and out of here? Point to him on this chart, son. <laughs> uh, and then I point to red and he's like, oh, that's bad. I'm like, no, I sat on an Elmo doll. <laughs> okay, so that's not bad. That's good. That's good, I guess. As long as it's mm. just the Elmo doll. A little yeah. scatological humor up top, huh? Yeah, come on. I that's, know. Not, that's not good. Sh- People don't want to hear that shit. Shit, shit chat for sure. Sh- this shit chat is, is kind of low-hanging fruit, uh, uh, kind of bottom feeder comedy. But if you noticed that this episode was Pluto TV stylies and mm. bringing it back to some highbrow satire... Yes, you, it's come to our attention that our IFC series, The Birthday Boys, sketch comedy cult classic, is now streaming on Pluto, folks, for free. So watch it. Then. And that's free. That's a free uh, app. Have you guys used Pluto before? I got yeah. it right here on the Roku. Uh, have you used Pluto.tv before? You, no, it's but, just like a website. No, you just go to it, and it's a channel. Oh yes, um, and, and it, it, it makes the f- gives you the feeling of things airing, right? Kind of yeah. like things are playing on that. More than the feeling. Uh, it is. Oh. <laughs> well, you can have the feeling just because just it is doesn't mean you can't have the feeling. Yeah, you have the feeling because but, it is. But is it is it on demand? Like you, you go on there and you just have to watch whatever they have on? Well, there's multiple channels now. So it's just like... Uh, you know, back in the day, you'd 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 go on that one channel, yeah, yeah, and it would have the channels scrolling, and you can be like, "Oh, great, we can watch Bones." <laughs> yeah, but there's oh, yeah. Bones again. God, God, Dad, they're putting Bones on so many channels these days. Well, Mike, it's no, a fantastic. I want to watch House. <laughs> no, 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 I can't watch House. Like, there's an IFC channel on Pluto with like us and Garfunkel and Oates and Bunk and all that. All that but stuff. it's and it's just playing constantly. Or yeah. do you have to... Basically what I'm saying... like It's when, both. It's both, it's Michael. both. It's everything. It's on demand, oh. and you can just be like, hey, what's on uh, What's on IFC slightly off? Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's exciting. <whistles> and now this is a TV show that you two were both on, and you loved it. YouTube, we're both on. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> yeah, did just any of your stuff make it onto YouTube? Yeah, it'll end up there, <laughs> sure. Can have a look. Sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, folks, you, check that YouTube. out. Pluto.tv, and also I believe it's an app. 
Get the app. Like you, you can probably get get that app going on your Apple TV, on your Roku, on your Sling Box. That's where they they're call not, it. And they're Apple not even paying TV. us for this. This is just because we want you to see the old show. We want you to see the show. They better, they better be paying us. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Are we getting nothing off that? Oh no! I mean, like on the on the podcast here, they're not they're not a uh, oh you know, one of our they're favorite sponsoring. sponsors. No, no, no. Of which we'll hear from soon. And God bless them. I hope you get them all the products. Each and every one of them. <laughs> Each better um, than the last. Um, I uh, also, I, I plugged this at the end of last week's show, but now, uh, the audible original series I directed summer in Argyle is now streaming. You could get it on Spotify Ooh. or anywhere. And this is Bob Odenkirk wrote it with Nate Odenkirk and Naomi Odenkirk produced it. It's got Tim Robinson, John C. Riley, cavalcade of Mr. Show stars. Yeah. If you like to laugh, this is the audible original for you. Now, Tim, you're you're no you're no uh, slouch with a the microphone these days. Have you did you get on it at all? Did you get your lend your voice? Or were you, you know, I did the... a cameo up top, right. episode one, booge, ticket person, <laughs> ticket person. Does it sound like Cookie Monster? Do I get some? Do I get <laughs> I some of that sweet Cookie Monster? Yeah, I did. I did kind of the Cookie Monster voice, and I had a lot of fun. Uh, we had Eben Schletter of Mr. Show fame doing the sound design. Oh yeah, and I was playing Mr. Show fame, uh, birthday, birthday voice fame as well. Oh yeah, so he's his works on Pluto TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I have to tell. He does the music on SpongeBob as well. But I was pl- playing a mm-hmm. ticket person at a at a museum, and it was he was doing the sound design. So I was like, "Hey, make it sound real funny, like I'm muffled up in a in a ticket booth." And then yeah. I I'd be like, "Make it more muffled." Yeah, now give me one of those crackly microphones. Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do, aside from the comedy, to just be picky about sound stuff is so fun. <laughs> we do that with our albums. We'll, we'll we'll record in three days. We'll yeah. We'll write for a while, then, and then we'll polish for three months. <laughs> yeah, record real fast, and then <laughs> like bark at a mixer and give them notes for a year. Like, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Bitch. you've got it all wrong. You're ruining our vision. <laughs> yeah, vision, yeah. You guys need a new prescription. I think that's the problem. You son of a bitch. You say that to us. Prescription. God, you're starting to sound like a New Jersey mobster. Ah, uh, we haven't heard from him in a while, have we? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe someday. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll maybe he'll come out again someday and yep. hang. Hang with the old gang. <laughs> oh, Tim, you should mm-hmm. maybe tell I was interested. You were telling me about how you did the, the Audible series. Mm. You know, you can't get that cavalcade of stars all together at once. No. So you were sort of the common denominator, <laughs> reading across from John C. Riley and all of them, well, Tim you know, Robinson, and all the all, all the greats, and and then when they stitch it all together, they're talking to each other. But you were the guy, you were the guy in the the nucleus. Yeah, I'm kind of. Here's what I was with this thing. I'm kind of the the master cat burglar. I swoop through, but then I leave without a trace. And so everyone was reading their lines with me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but then whoosh, when you listen to it, I I've left the scene, and now oh. David Cross is speaking to Jill Talley. Where's Tim? He's gone. He's gone. He's never here. Without well, a trace. It's kind of one of the one of the many benefits of COVID. I know we always talk about how, how good COVID is, but one, one of, of the, the many bennies. One of the many bennies is I thought we were going to record this show just in a studio in a week in LA. It ended up being months and months of solo Zoom records where an actor would be shipped like a microphone kit, and then I would be directing them over Zoom. But the cool thing is like people couldn't get together so we shipped them the kits but then you also realize like hey if we're shipping kits these are people <laughs> ship the kit 
Uh, I'm always shipping kits left and right. <laughs> Tim, do you want to set up a studio time with uh, Poussaint? Uh, ship the kit. Ship the kit and <laughs> shut up. S the K. So who's juggling all the, sh- the kit shipping? Uh, this was a, uh, a very good production team. Uh, I was putting a stamp on a microphone and dropping it off in the, yeah. the mailbox. Yeah, we'll, we'll take care of the kit shipping. Sounds but like a headache. Once you start shipping the kits, you realize this this changes the world of casting, right? Like David Cross yeah. probably wouldn't have been available to do the thing in person anyway, but he was in, he was in Toronto yeah. shooting something in Toronto, and it's yeah. like, hey, we'll ship you a kit. You ship you know? a kit. Ship a kit. He wasn't shooting the story of Wendell Clark, was he? Um. Wendell Clark, the hockey player that played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. It could have been. Yeah, I figured this, they'd be shooting it up there. I don't even know if they're making that movie, but I figured they'd shoot if it up they there. If they do, that's if they're where shooting, they'd be shooting it. I don't know what else they would bother shooting up there. Yeah, and I don't know if David Cross is in that movie, if it's even happening or what. Yeah, and um, speaking of movies, I'm actually working on something called um, Kit Shippers Incorporated, so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> If it comes out similar, if the, hey any any similarity to actual events, Tim is completely coincidental. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I can't say you're gonna get a piece of this one. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. I don't want a piece. Of that I wish that I could sounds help like you. your own thing. I mean, you've gone through the the, the trouble of incorporating. So yeah, that's yeah. Thing. I'm I'm doing a a thing. This is more of a book that we're hoping to turn into a documentary than we turn into a movie, uh, like a uh, fiction, uh, you know, a narrative, a narrative. But uh, it's called, um, it's about a punk rocker who wears those big, you know, Doc Martin boots and he mm-hmm. gets his job shipping kits and it's called the ship kicker kicks ships the kits. <laughs> the, the, sh- the shit kicker ships the kits? Yeah. <laughs> well, That's I guess it's good. a race to the box office. Yeah. Well, for me, it's the the publisher. I got to find the right publisher. Right. You're do- doing the long way around. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yes. I remembered uh, recently and was chuckling to myself? Is uh, have we ever talked here on the pod about uh, Mitch's uh, character flannel guy? Uh, yes, never. <laughs> Not on the pod, I don't think. It was one oh. of one of Mitch's uh, Mike Mitchell's many like kind of ideas where it's like never. I don't know if any of it ever made its way to a script or, or anything, but he kind of walked around and be like, "Dutch, we got to do that thing," you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we had this idea. It was a char- Mitch was a character that was flannel guy, and he was like a Seattle grunger who was going to get like, like zapped in the into 90s, a different dimension. Right? He's he zapped get, from the like, '90s into like a fantasy world where he's trapped by a sorcerer. Um, yeah. But, so we were gonna. It was, was gonna be a sketch runner, and then we got <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. He's, he got trapped in a crystal by a sorcerer, and then we got released when the sorcerer died of old age. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Nobody big had, ending. It was gonna be a Nobody movie had where to, like the, defeat him. <laughs> he has no hand in his own success. <laughs> exactly. Nothing that he learns or does. Uh, he just waited out. The wizard passes away of natural causes, and then it's over. <laughs> He spends the whole movie in a crystal, and then and then he's just out. I think but, he wrote uh, he wrote a version of that at some I think point. He didn't did. He? I think he did. I remember a or, sketch like a, like a one page sketch where it's like the the flannel guys at Starbucks, yes. like bothering people online, telling him his lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and but that was going to be like kind of like the cold open, and then then he goes into it. It's just like back when he wrote it, the 90s weren't that far away. So it's True. just a guy who lost like 15 years of his life. Yeah, it's yeah. like kind of a mild <laughs> window of time to be missing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind losing 15. But if it got up to like maybe 17 years, I'd be kind of sad about that. Hey, I want those years. If you lost 17 years of your life? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, well. 
Oh, okay. Well, speaking of bip time, guys, we got a message from Slophead Nathaniel Lane. Yeah, not Nathan Lane, but Nathaniel Lane. He calls himself the Than Man. He says that he found this booze news theme on vinyl in the secret basement lab of Lil Thrilla, and he (laughs) snuck it into his BVDs and sent it to us. Oh, my God. Hold on. That's wild. So he got into the... (laughs) He got into the basement of Thrill and uh, Benedicto's yes. house, or just Thrill's house, I guess. I, it's, I, he only mentioned Thrill, but I don't know. I mean, do, 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 do we let the, the listeners in on the world building aspects of the pod? <laughs> what do you mean world building? We, we've, those, we just found no, you're right. Thrill and Benedicto's Yeah, this man found uh, this too. tape. And I bet you the fan man did as well. He found it. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Here we go. What is up? Okay, perfect. They're just blobs. What is up? Living large, living large, living large. We're back again. Tell your mom and dad and tell your friend. We're back in the studio and making a hit. Looking for a drink about an Aperol Spritz. And quality base here. The Eagle has landed. You got your moves, your grooves, you're going for a cruise. You're looking for the facts. You got Duddy and Timmy and Mikey with us. You got the sloppy boys, it'll all be okay. It's booze news, you fine ladies and gentlemen. Was that really <laughs> them? I couldn't tell if that was imposters. Really it sounded. It sounded. Well, you know, we hate that. We hate Benedicto and Thriller, but yeah, that that yeah, sounded like awful. It. Like they suck. So that sucks. So it probably <laughs> is suck. the same. <laughs> it probably is the same thing because we yeah. hate those guys. Yeah, it wouldn't really matter if it's the it's the real them or fake them. Either way, those guys those guys suck even when they're at their best. <laughs> they mm-hmm. suck. I know. It's tough to. It's tough to find. And also, when you're finding uh, vinyls in the basement, it's probably unreleased stuff for a reason. Yeah. So uh, even those guys didn't release that one. So even Thrilla and Benedicto's bad stuff is woof. Ready for today's top booze news story? Yeah, but what happens if I have a theme, Tim? What if I have a booze news theme? You're going to want to go ahead and email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, what Thank if you. I forgot the password to my email account? <laughs> well, I think it's one, two, three, four, five, password. Gulp. Um, okay. Here, here's this is this is anecdotal. Ooh. This is news that happened to me. Mm. Uh, oh, this is nice. A little bit of news of the weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to give too much of a glimpse into my deep, dark personal life, but you guys know I've been tinkering with the Kelpie cordial. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it's a it's a drink that I drink, and I I was I want to get the measurements right. You know, I don't want to just say, "Hey, everyone, here's my drink." I want to be able to to give a nice clear as if I were the IBA list. So I've been tinkering in the test kitchen mm. slowly taking my sweet ass time with this drink that is essentially cherry Coke with spiced rum in it. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. I, you know, a tinker with other things too. Then, you a know, when Taylor, soldier spy, soldier spy, you know, when you're taking your sweet ass time and then somebody comes along and just scoops you because you <laughs> yeah. gotta be, Oh shit. If you're on the top of the game, you got to be producing. You have to be prolific. Quick. You can't sit around on the back lines. Oh, maybe I have an idea, but I don't know. Right. Have you guys seen The Batman? 
Yes. Not seen. You've uh, you've heard? Yeah, oh yeah. I've heard. And seen <laughs> other versions. Ah yes. Hey, well <laughs> Tim, you you asked me if I've seen the Batman? Sure thing, sweetheart. Yep. Uh oh. There he is. Huh? Is that how Pattinson, Pattinson delivers? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, Pat, that's, that's Pattinson. Pattinson. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, take it easy, sweetheart. <laughs> so it's like a like a side character in a video game that you would like blow by in uh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I've seen. I've seen. Oh, okay, did, Jeff, did you happen to see it at AMC Brand Theaters? Uh, yeah, I saw it at the Americana. Did you stop by MacGuffin's Bar at the Americana? No. Why? Well, they've been running a little <laughs> promo drink, haven't they? Because they want to promote their little film that they're so proud of, The Batman. And they had a a couple of themed cocktails, one for Catwoman that was like a gin type of a drink. Mm, and yeah. then a drink called The Batman. <gasps> and this fucking drink. No. Oh, no. Kraken Dark Spiced Rum. Coca-Cola okay. and grenadine. And I said to myself, I got to try this thing. I ordered it. It was delicious. They nailed it. Oh, shit, man. Now, Kraken is dark. It's like a dark black rum, but it is spiced rum. I had been using uh, Sailor Jerry or Captain Morgan. And, you know, grenadine is technically not cherry. I guess it's like artificial pomegranate. Yeah. Pomegranate. But <laughs> Take it. put put it all together. I'm I'm I still my drink. You know these things. Harry from Harry's New York bar can say that he invented a drink, while the Bucks Club in London says that they've invented yes. it. So Tim, you just need to have one ingredient different. <laughs> yeah, I, I and I kind of do because mine is cherry Coke flavored. No, but it would be probably it was the thing was that theirs was better than mine. <laughs> that's what I'm really admitting. <laughs> I drank it. Well, yeah, that's here's a, what I liked about blow. theirs. That's it tough. was a big, it was a it was a plastic um like a beer size cup. So it was a nice big highball. You know, when you get a soda thing and it's not strong. And uh, so I was in the movie, you know, eating my hot dog and my pretzel and all my dibs. No <laughs> dibs? Oh yeah. <laughs> all my many, many dibs. Um and you know, you something amazing happens with rum and coke. We know it from the uh, Cuba Libre. Oh yeah, um, but Stone Cold Classic. I think I'm just going to start a kind of a rivalry with. I love that they call their their bar MacGuffins, as if it's like that's a movie uh, reference a pun thing. But it's also like just it does sound like a nice hometown pub. MacGuffins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. <laughs> also, wait, just so for the, for the uh, listeners at home who don't know what a MacGuffin is, that's something that the characters are in pursuit of, and it's like. It's a like, way to yeah, kick off the story without any like real. It's just like something that has like to get the, the thing you're the thing going you got to get. It's like, either like yeah. it's like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction or the yes, Infinity Stone or whatever. The one I, in in oh. film school and they they said they used uh, Psycho is the example where it's like that lady's going after like the money or whatever, and it's like this is really a film about a weirdo guy, <laughs> you know. But uh, but having the the MacGuffin of like that money she stole or whatever is like. The impetus. Yeah. An object or device in a movie or book that serves merely as a trigger for the plot. There you go. You yeah. don't really want... Like, it's it's funny because it's a kind of an empty term. People will be like, oh, don't worry. It's just a MacGuffin. And ideally, there's like a, an emotional subtext to it that's more important. But I think if you're if you do a good job, no one's going like, oh, that's just a MacGuffin. You know, like, you're supposed <laughs> to care. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed <laughs> to care. Rosebud. They didn't even know they were looking at MacGuffin the whole time. <laughs> it's me, 
MacGuffin. Uh, there was one movie, I saw a movie that uh, didn't have a MacGuffin, or I, it, this one didn't particularly have a MacGuffin, but it had McLovin, which was sort of yeah. serving, a, serving I've a plot. I've seen a similar movie to that, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, when I was a production assistant at Gracie Films on the Sony lot, I would mm. always see this um, Ford Mustang with the license plate, vanity plate, McLovin. And I was like, I can't believe that guy got uh, McLovin as a license plate. And then it turned out it wasn't him. Just some yeah, guy that his, works What is his name? It's it's three uh, Christopher Chris Mintz, Mintz Plots. Yeah. Wait, Tim, Ooh. before we get too far from the Calpy Cordial. I guess. I remember at one point you mentioned what a Calpy Cordial was, and I was like, I don't think that's the same as what you said it was last time. Well, I was starting to doctor it up with other things, and then after um, after the, the rusty nail, I was saying it's so nice to just have a two-ingredient drink that I shouldn't cloud it. But what I had been doing is little... Amaretto yeah. layer, just on the top. Ooh. See, <laughs> Tim, that's the key. That's the key to making yeah. it the Calpy Cordial. What it could be is like, everyone knows with a Russian root, it's it's vodka and it's and it's root beer, but then you get to choose for yourself if you're taking the ice option. Right. Mm. right so maybe right. a Calpy Cordial has something like that in the mix where there, there are you those people. customize it. They can privately decide to themselves if they want to customize with the Amaretto Splash. Well, hmm. Is there anything you can that you enjoy that like a liquor or a spirit or something or a add-on that you can enjoy that you can just pull a U-turn and and throw that in there and that's the calpy you know cordial. you know what you should do Tim is like some signature thing that maybe doesn't even change the taste too much it's like a garnish yeah uh, mm. maybe you just maybe the calpy cordial you put a guitar pick in there yeah <laughs> yeah don't swallow uh, the pick that would be like a fun thing don't swallow the pick. Don't die. Well, what if it's what if it's a it's a triangle of pineapple and that's the pick like that's oh, representation pineapple pick because he's a he's a tiki guy so. yeah and I'm a it's guitarist a, and I'm a freaky yep. tiki this mm. is pretty good and Ch- also you could you could just bump up one of the liquors by a half of an ounce and maybe that's like the new part of it <laughs> I like that we've decided that this copy cordial is a runaway train it has to happen this, yeah, it has to hell yeah I have no. to. May do some last minute rewrites to just make sure that I don't get sued on it. Um, I mean, I guess I just, I'm going to stick to my guns, but I just want to congratulate AMC Theaters and McGuffin's Bar for making a good drink. It is good. Grenadine is good. And, I'm, and it may put me in the mood for the grenadine that we're going to have in tonight's drink as well. Oh, well, you know what? You know what stinks about the S? Well, we'll keep that under wraps for now, for now. <laughs> what stinks about that Batman drink is they made the Batman drink for this movie. The movie's not going to be in theaters for the end of time. We all know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So the drink is just going to go away and it's going to be like, oh, well, now no one knows. No one's going to order the Batman in right. any other Right, I mean, and, and Batman's come and go. Mm-hmm. Right. This podcast is a living, breathing document that you can yeah. check in on. It's just funny when someone does good work, like they overshot, like whoever it was, like AMC, some guy at AMC was like tasked with like promotions and the drink stuff. And he was like, okay, I got this all, all like farm this out to some company that comes up with the drink recipes for us. Mm-hmm. And whoever it was, they it was came cracking. up with a Batman. Got to be cracking. It must, you're probably right. It was probably cracking. And if you're cracking, it's pretty straightforward because we're just talking about rum and Coke, add a little grenadine. Uh, probably just based on maybe this aesthetic of the the red letters of the Batman, right? They're like, hmm, mm. redden it up, blood, bat. I gotta, I I wouldn't be surprised if the person in charge at Kraken, in charge of coming up with that, listens to the podcast. I would love it that. Would not surprise me. 
Yeah. Um, it might be Nathaniel Lane. Yeah. Um, but I, isn't it funny when someone just unexpectedly does a good job? You're watching like a bad TV show and you hear a really good music cue and you're like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are they, why'd they waste that here? Especially, yeah. probably happens the most with music because there's some really talented musicians working in some very silly places. Thank you. And you'll just be like... <laughs> Mike, we got to get you out of that Slobby Boys. Yeah, man. This, well, this is no the the Slobby Boys music is the good part. This is the silly place I work. <laughs> yeah, this, I like this being your work. I gotta go to work. <laughs> I gotta go to work. I would like to be taking my bass for a walk, but <laughs> here's what you got to do: if you're if you're working in a strange place, don't do good work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell the company line. Someone says we need it. We we need a, a drink for the Batman. You say like, okay, forty four ounces of milk. <laughs> you know <laughs> the opposite of batman just a tall white beverage <laughs> white milk you know what um you know we're from time to time coming up with uh movies for us sloppy boys to be in uh working in a strange place would be a good title ah uh, yes mm. but the three That's of us good. working in a place it's a little different <laughs> yeah it really makes the mind real yes well, what yes. is this place what's so different about it is it a horror movie could mm. be could be yeah could very well be. And then be nice. we act like that kind of during the movie. Audience is sort of like, what kind of movie is this? And we're like, we won't say. <laughs> we won't say. Starring the Koi Boy. Well, yeah. I have a little piece of uh, a new little piece of tape that I want to share with you. Uh, Love it. Let me. Uh, yeah. How'd you come across this tape? This came across. Acast uh, put me on it. And uh, yeah, you just play it. Sure. I mean, I'm a little. Uh, the, the production company got us. Little, got me a little, little, little wary of Acast reaching out to you uh, behind our backs. Yeah, they they just like me to do some extra stuff and uh, get to get the word out on things. Dale Watch 2022. Hey guys, it's Mike up here in the Gale Watch 2022 Chopter Copter. I am making the rounds in the city, checking out all things Gale, and we just received some very interesting information here. Uh, I'm just going to get it out of the fax machine. Okay, we are getting reports now, and this is something I had no idea about. Gale is 17 years old. I mean, that, that is incredible to think of an artist with... So many versions of the same song. It is only 17 years old. I'm very impressed. And what makes it even more impressive is that Gale has always been compared to maybe living in the shadow of, uh, of uh, Liv Rod. Of course, Olivia Rodrigo, who had the, the big hit Brutal from last summer. Or Brutal, I barely remember it now. Now, the interesting thing here, uh, you know, for everyone who's been making the comparisons of between Gale and Liv Rod... Livrod is 19 years old. I mean, that's barely a comparison. To, uh, she, she's ancient history at this point. To be 19 years old in this business and be shown up so handedly by Gail, it's, well, the data speaks for itself. I mean, it's pathetic and it's ridiculous. And I'm surprised that uh, Livrod has even attempted to uh, keep a career going in any type of semblance of the word. Uh, she's already two years older than Gale, and uh, by all accounts, failing miserably, as we can see, Gale is just pushing ahead and making uh, the, the sort of alternative rock pop world. Uh, her, her bitch, which, you know, 
We over here at the Gale Watch 2022 just think is so fantastic and so exciting. Uh, okay, back to you guys in the studio, guys. I'm going to stay up here in the uh, Gale Watch 2022 Chopter Copter, keeping you, the listener, informed on all things Gale. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. So yeah, we got more Gales Gale info coming in all the time. Uh, yeah. uh I gotta say, you know, initially it was like, whoa, you get this cool um eye in the sky uh, objectively kind of reporting on Gale. <laughs> Yeah, and I yeah. feel like the objectivity is kind of slipping away. It's editorial now. And now it's of. becoming a little bit more yeah. like we're taking we, sides, we definitely, it seems like. We definitely, yeah, we definitely took that. Uh, the, the, yes, we, we like Fox News or like a lot of these, you know. <laughs> pick a side, yeah. News corporations, yeah. you pick something and you push it hard and you create a narrative and you, you yeah. separate people and you try to pit people against each other when there's really nothing there. But yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, we're, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, um, we're doing just, that. And yes, oh, continue, please. Oh, and it's very exciting. Yes, I agree. I think it's very exciting. I personally, you know, like it's cool for me because, like, I do side with Gale Watch. It kind of aligns with my values sure, and everything. Same, mm-hmm. uh, same. Just to be and because huge, huge Livrod fan, but she's kind of old and just long in to the be tooth. two years older than Gale. Just not doing a lot of versions of songs. You know, like. Right. Driver's License was, I, I think I heard maybe the biggest debut single of all time, and Good For You was a giant hit. Um, Gail Watch <laughs> mentioned her hit Brutal, which is an album track, not even a single, but um, she has only come out with one version of each of her well, songs. Well, Gail Watch she, isn't, isn't up on all the Live Rod stuff. Right. That's, that's not their department. Oh, that's not Gail. Yeah, that's not Gail Watch's whole that's thing. That's not Gail Watch's thing. So I can forgive that, but keep going, too. Well, I just have one... Question. I, mm. Mike, I think it's so cool. ACOS gave you the money and they're kind of splurging a little bit to give you the chopter copter. So and the fax there. machine. And the like fax the, machine. That was new this week because it's <laughs> nice that we don't have to, we don't have to land every time we want to, you know, check in with a fax. Now it just goes right up into the. Well, that brings up a good point is that like the news was from the facts last week. You were kind of going through her tour dates. I'm kind of wondering, is it necessary? Is the altitude <laughs> Is the eye in the sky mm. element necessary? Is that part of it anymore? A yeah. lot of the information um, you share is kind of what we would just get off Wikipedia, I think. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Well, yep. You know, that has been brought up in, in several of the staff meetings with between me and my staff and with the ACAST people. <laughs> and they keep saying, do you need this? And it's like, well, we have it. Right. And we're not giving it back to you. It's uh, budgeted we, for, and that's Right. That. We we have the keys. We have the pilot. Mm. Uh so that's that's that. It's just I'm like it, like this week's Gale Watch. You're lucky you got that fax because otherwise you're just kind of up there, kind of just stuck up there in the sky with much going yeah. on. Well, yeah, but you know he can always glean some information from up there. I bet. Sure. It was it was a boring week until that fax came in this afternoon. So we oh, didn't you have, were up there for a week. Yeah, just checking out the city. <laughs> well, I hope that one you know when Gail's tour kicks off that she's up there in a private jet and maybe you see her up there with you. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be nice. Um, but yeah, so that's that's we'll keep that coming as as news develops. Love Gail, nice Gail. If you're listening to the pod, we would love to have you on, or you know, if you could call in the Gail Watcher, fax fax Gail Watch. Well, that but yeah, that's crazy that she's 17 years old, so she wouldn't even you know she can't drink, so she wouldn't like know what to. 
We'd have to be like, I don't know, what a, just talk about your music, Gail. We don't well, she could have music. one of those kind of 44-ounce milks of the, uh, at the AMC thing. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. They should. That should be the Bruce Wayne. <laughs> no, the Batman. The Batman is the is the cherry cordial, and the Bruce Wayne is forty four ounce milk, two <laughs> percent. Bruce Lane. Bruce Swain. <laughs> Bruce Swigster. How about that? <laughs> That's good. That Not really going good. off. <laughs> I'm Bruce Swigster. <laughs> Bruce Swigster. Oh, so you're Batman? No, 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 no. That yeah, may or may not be Bruce Wayne. I'm Bruce Swigster. Mike, we got to yes. get you a meeting over at DC Comics. You you kick the door down. Bruce Swigster, how about that? Could you, could you imagine me pulling up to the landing on the, the headquarters of DC Comics in my get, chopter? Chopter copter. <laughs> Kicking down the door. Yeah. Listen up, Jose's. I'm Bruce Swigster. <laughs> you are? Well, no, that's what the character will say. <laughs> <laughs> He's. He, and I hope. I'm hoping to get uh, uh, Robert Pattinson to play him. <laughs> Ooh, the Batman. He's good. Batman doodle. Batman to Batman. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Soon to be Pac-Man. Has he ever played? Um. Yeah, but my junior high football team nickname was Pac-Man, so they could make really about that Pac-Man. Yeah. Pac-Man, get off your ass! <laughs> get off your ass and sack me. <laughs> Coach, I don't want to sack you. I want to sack the other players. <laughs> I want you to sack me. I forgot what it feels like to play. <laughs> okay, Coach. <laughs> I saw a little clip the other day of a football like college team getting ready for a game, and the players are lined up, and the coach is going down. Like each player, just kind of like hyping it, like pushing them a little bit, and he really got it into it with one guy, and they started like really shoving each other, and the player's like helmet oh. got knocked off, and I was like, whoa, this is. It's that weird. it's uh, I call that toxic toxic masculinity. I'll yeah. tell you what. Tell you what pissed me off. Did you ever either? Of you guys play football? No, no. I, I was I was uh, I played for uh, in junior high. Very very bad. Let's I not act art like <laughs> and saxophone. I played a little tabletop football. Maybe Mike. Didn't you play a little pocket pool? <laughs> Watch yourself, oh, buddy. Yeah. I could I could reach through this screen right now and strangle you. Um, well, I was uh, you know kind of the. Uh, the heel of a of a bad football team, but it was fun <laughs> to hang out with friends. But yeah, uh, we were just kind of clowning around. But here's what really pisses me off is in the genre that type of thing. They kind of like sm- getting each other revved up and everything. Yeah, if yeah. someone grabs the cage on the front of your helmet, the mask part. Yeah, it's it make it made me so mad because like they're like I would now like in, co- in control of your body like of your head like, yeah, yeah yeah and then like pulls you wherever you go and people would come up to me like come on pac-man get revved up and they would pull on my thing and i'd be like i'm going home this sucks fuck <laughs> you dude also like revved up what do you mean revved up did revved i never up. responded well to like the coach being like mean mm. You know, yeah. on TV shows, it's like, he's tough, but then when he does praise you, it like means so much. I was like, that just works on yeah. dumb fucking jocks. I no, am that smart worked on guy. me because he was tough on me, and then when he praised me, he sat me down and was like, Tim, your <laughs> eyes are blue like the ocean. Wow. Your hair is as auburn as a sunset. I remember I was playing <laughs> a, on a hockey team, and I was having a bad couple games and practices, and my, mm. my the coach was yelling at me uh, like in front of everyone, in front of the you know, parents and stands and everything. I was like, this sucks. And uh, he brought me in after a game into his office. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm getting the sack here. And he sat me down and he pushed play on his uh, boom box. Mm-hmm. And you hear that sort of like little beat come through. 
And then I just hear, I'm not to praise you like I should. And he and I danced around to Fatboy Slim for, well, we listened to that song probably on repeat three times. Wow. So like 12 minutes probably. 12 minutes. Man. Then he sacked me. (laughs) (laughs) Sack me, Henny boy. Sack me. You sack me. Kiss my ass. You sack me, I'll sack you, dude. We we gotta we gotta get out of do, out of booze news here. Jesus yeah, this Christ. is this <laughs> the longest We're booze news. Still deep in the booze. Fuck. News. All right, what's the drink of the day? Who's got it? That's me, my man. Today we are drinking something called uh, something I don't like the name of the monkey gland. The monkey mm, gland. What's wrong with that? Do you? Well, if you, I don't like the sound of it. I, the gland part. I don't oh, like. you don't like the word gland? <laughs> no, no. Now, do you have you guys ever heard? No, no. I I thought I had heard, and then I was like, oh no, I've only heard because of scrolling the IBA yeah. list for this podcast, Look, and we talked about it in episode one. Like, yeah. there's some funny names on here, but I've never heard of it. When we first <laughs> discovered the IBA, this one this one jumps out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm excited for it. There's not a lot of other glandular drinks on the list, so this one exactly. definitely stands. Let me out. let me read you the. Uh, the very short history here on uh, on Difford's Guide, because it's concise. I'll go into more detail afterwards. Love, love Difford. Sure. The history. Created in the 1920s by uh, Harry McElhone. Hey! McElhone? How do we pronounce that, Tim? From Harry's uh, New York Bar in Paris. I think you nailed it. The Harry's yeah. New York Bar. We've talked about this all the time. McElhone. Yeah. France. The monkey gland takes its name from the work of Dr. Serge Voronoff, who convinced that testosterone was vital to a long and healthy life, transplanted monkey testicles into elderly Frenchmen. (laughs) What the fuck? Now, what the hell is going on here? Wow. So there was a doctor named Serge, uh, what did I just say? Voronoff. Voronoff. Who, yeah, he would take little bits, like probably like at a cellular level, and inject them into uh, men's undercarriages. In the what? 20s. <laughs> and in hopes that it would <laughs> make them virile again. Did it work? But I like, I, who knows? <laughs> I didn't I didn't get into his, uh, his, uh, his lab results. Jesus Christ. I've been doing it the old-fashioned way and going and filleting all these monkeys. Now they find out they <laughs> could do an injection. Jesus Christ. I just like the transplanted monkey testicles into elderly Frenchmen. <laughs> Um, elderly. So, and can you what, what imagine was that era? What did it do the to 20s? the Frenchman? The idea was to make him. Tim, it pumps him up because uh, it was just. I, I think I don't know what they thought it was going to happen, but like virility. Yes, it, that was the idea to get their uh, get the uh, tr- rocket to take off one more mission. Yeah. Let's say <laughs> one last mission. One last mission. I'm seeing thyroid gland as well. Yeah. That would be great. They should do. You know that movie Space Cowboys. They should do one like that where a guy has one last boner. <laughs> huh. What was the oh I'm th- I'm space cow I'm thinking of uh, wild hogs, yeah that's wild good hogs. and old dogs old dogs and wild hogs wait, wait was was that the same cast anyway monkey gland so <laughs> they're both they're both Travolta and I think maybe director but <laughs> wait he didn't direct those did he no no same director for both movies gotcha gotcha uh, so yes it was Harry from uh, Harry's in New York mm-hmm. invented this but. There's also uh, Frank Mier, M-E-I-E-R, at the Ritz Paris, who also may have invented this at the same time. And we know from past stories that Harry uh, McElhoney mm-hmm. maybe takes some credit where it's not correct. 
you nailed it, Andrew. Yeah. I think that you're right. I think that this it's because Harry came out. He put out this the books. He had like the ABCs mm-hmm. of cocktails or whatever. So people tend to attribute cocktails to him. But he that Ritz Paris is one, just like the Bucks Club and the Berkeley Hotel and stuff like that. Yeah. Ritz Paris is always in the mix. And that was like a Hemingway hangout and they made like really good drinks. And uh, so I'm guessing that they invented it and then Harry just put it in his book and then people started saying, congratulations, Mm -hmm. Harry. Good position to be in though. You compile talented people in interesting stuff. And then you are the talented, interesting one. It's almost as if Paris in the 20s had sort of a a scene of like creatives kind of a movable feast in the city of lights i was gonna ask was the feast movable Uh, (laughs) unless does it say in there that the feast was stationary feast was static (laughs) yes it was riveted down to the top of the bar yeah so the feast was not moving at this place uh the so the, the but the idea of like the monkey gland that's all well and good to have a silly name but the idea here is that Uh well let me go through the the ingredients and i will yeah, I've already. You, I've got a theory. I'm I'm cooking up a theory over here. Okay, hold on. Let me find. Uh, I didn't have this up. Let me find monkey gland. I'm typing with one hand. IBA. What's the other one doing, Mike? It is holding a highlighter. <laughs> <laughs> I find myself on zooms. I like to kind of have something in one hand and just pop the cap on and off. Okay, here we go. The monkey gland. Ingredients. 45 milliliters dry gin. Well, you know, I got that. Mm-hmm. 45 milliliters fresh orange juice. Nice. One tablespoon absinthe. One tablespoon grenadine syrup. Uh, method, pour all ingredients into a cocktail shaker. Shake well with ice. Strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish. Not on your life. Uh, what I like... So, this is great. I love the uh, the cocktail glass. What is the the monkey gland part of it? Is so without the without the absinthe, this would kind of just be like um, a uh, gin and juice, basically. Yeah, with yeah. a little bit of like yeah. grenadine to make give it something. But the the absinthe uh, put a little testosterone into what would be like yeah. a pretty average. Put drink. some hair on your chest type. Mentality. Yeah, so that's that's it's a little cheeky kind of fun thing to say. Oh, that testosterone. The monkey gland thing was happening at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, these tests and whatever. So I, I get that. I kind of like that little joke, that little it, humor. It reminds me of like how like a hundred years later with the, the penicillin is sort of like, uh, you know, it's got uh, honey and lemon in it. It's healthy. It's the medicine. It's like a penicillin. <laughs> it's yeah, a kind of yeah, a winky, yeah. little yeah. winky name. That's cool. It. They were having See, fun. There should be a new one of these that's got a little bit of, uh, you know, blue chew in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some male, some natural male enhancement. In the, in the well, drink, now Jeff, you know? we we know that Blue Chew is a uh, service and a website that you go to, not an actual product. What you don't chew on a gummy? Uh, there are gummies involved, but Blue Chew is the service. Di- it's not. I had a phone call with the reps, and <laughs> okay. that was okay. What they? My bad. Yeah, it's nope. it's sort of like how you know with with. Uh, M&M's? There's not just one M&M. It's a lentil. Oh, same with Skittles. Oh, Skittles is the one. A lentil, right. Because Skittles came out and said, our individual pieces are not called a Skittle. And people went, huh? And they said, we refer to them as Skittles lentils. (laughs) And and then the whole world was like, well, 
why like we just came out and made a big deal about saying something we all don't like now and <laughs> yeah like, no, like, never mind we all had a we were all buying your product and yeah. talking about it with we, such we all loved that candy praise and... we loved it um uh, we don't we, we don't necessarily like the tropical flavors but we like the original yeah the original oh my god gland is one of these words in this cocktail name you know when the euphemism for something is is way worse. You know when it's like someone's like, "Oh, I'm going to go poopy," and you're like, "Oh, gross. oh yeah, yeah, don't say that." I yeah. feel like if this drink was called the Monkey Ball, funny, I like it, a little sassy, right, right, right. But gland. But in the 20s, yeah, in t- the mid to late 20s, don't... I don't think they would have said gland or balls. I like gland. <laughs> you like gland? <laughs> I'm going to bat for gland. Right. I, I just don't like thinking of the testicles as glands. Hey, but, but gland, oh. you got glands all over the place, Tim. That's the beauty of it. It makes it more generic. Yeah, but what about in my scrotum? Well, you got two right there. <laughs> two big boys. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this served up, Michael? Or are we doing cubes in the glass or no cubes in the glass? Nope. It's, this is a this is a shake and strain. Hmm. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> Jeff, you like it when cubes are left behind. Yeah, but only when it's on fresh cubes. Oh, that's true. <laughs> what is what is forty five milliliters to an ounce again? Ounce and a uh, half. One and a half. Yeah, all right, that's what I thought. So this is going to be a nice. Uh, this is going to be a nice drink. It's going to have some volume to it. Yeah, it's going to be half. Okay. Well, folks, we're going to go make these drinks, and when we come back, we'll talk about them. Well, that's, that's great. That's actually perfect. That works out great. That's great. Hmm. And we're back with Monkey Glands. Folks, I hope you enjoyed the ads. Uh, maybe you didn't enjoy the ads. Maybe you want to go over to our Patreon, join the Big Money Hustlers tier, and you can skip the ads. You don't even, you don't even have to skip them. You don't get them. You don't actually is a tier over there that you can get everything. You can get uh, the no ads. You can get all the songs we've ever done. We get a questions for Lennon each month. Is um, the Pay Pig? That's a good tier. Mm. They get they get that one. So get on over there and be, become a Pay Pig. Well, they might not be interested in that. That's just for the dirtiest little piggies of all. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's only the two options. There's only. Um, uh, nope, there's only Slophead, and then we're actually, we got a, we're doing away with Big Money Hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Michael, big choices, didn't know. Yep, we're taking that away, we're taking it off the table, so if you want to hear all that stuff, it's pay pig or nothing. He's lying, folks, you don't have to get off on your subscriptions. Um, I'll tell you what happened with this drink, guys, I feared this much. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I go into my kitchen, and I'm, and I say, Timmy? You got multiple options for the grenadine. I know that Hanford and Jeff probably have that electric red roses grenadine. Yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah. That celebrity bartender Jack Schramm makes fun of. Hey! But it'll give you a nice pink drink, right? Mm-hmm, I right. said, I said, Tim, at, at the at the Ritz Paris in the 20s, they were probably using this kind of like fancy old-timey grenadine you have. It's yeah. more mm-hmm. of a dark purple, mm. but you run the risk of a brown drink. And I present to you here a disgusting-looking brown <laughs> Oh, drink. wow. It's gross. Yeesh. It looks like iced coffee. It looks like coffee. looks hideous. We The the thing about this drink, like I'm looking at the pictures from the uh, IBA or just like other articles, they do have like a little bit of a... Um, a uh, tequila sunrise-ish look. Yeah, and and they shouldn't because you shook it. 
Or you're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, mine, mine just maybe it's just the lighting. Mine just looks like a a uh, ruby red. <laughs> ruby red. Ocean spray. <laughs> Ocean spray. Tabasco sauce. <laughs> Tabasco sauce. Hey, speaking of which, look at these little look at these little Tabascos I have. I got three of them right here. I don't even know. Of course you do. Those, these, you uh, pull those off your shirt. You you guys know I don't love a cocktail glass too tippy. Look at me. I already yeah, spilled yeah. on the way yeah. in here. I know. That's, I, a, that's I, a nice looking coupe though, Jeff. I like. I've it. brought this up to my face, Jeff. We gotta you gotta hit the green light on this because I'm gonna spill. Absinthe coming through. Mine is right at the yeah. forefront. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Tastes like mm. a good and plenty. It tastes yes. exactly like a good and plenty. The absinthe kind of just like uh, takes over. Yeah. Dominant. As, it, as it's as it's want to do. It's funny because there's only a, a tablespoon of it. There's an ounce and a half of uh, gin. Yeah. Yep. Not tasting that. I don't taste the the orange juice at all. It's just a base, just yeah. just to give you a volume. Yeah. Um. What kind of OJ do you guys use? Tropicana. Oh, I yeah. just use. I use Wegmans. I went to the Wegmans recently. Ooh, I miss Wegmans. Yeah. Love Wegmans. I miss the deli. Miss the miss the big old subs. I was I was <laughs> in the orange juice aisle. I was like, what am I gonna pick here? And one of the 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 people in that section came up. The employee came up. And said, hey, yeah. Uh, is Jeff going to come around at all anytime? I was like, well, I don't think so. <laughs> you got that honey mustard he loves so much. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mike, they got Wegmans in Brooklyn? They got a new, yep, they got a Wegmans. And I hear they're putting one up in Manhattan, which seems. Wow, Manhattan town. Wow. I'll tell you, Wegmans was ahead of the curve because before uh, uh, Whole Foods went mm. national, mm-hmm. Wegmans was the only place where I was like, man, the hot food counter is like restaurant food. This is amazing. You could go get. Yeah. You get to hot, go there for lunch on your lunch break and eat a good meal. And then, uh, I, I mean, I still prefer Wegmans, but Whole Foods now has sort of normalized that where you're like, you get to eat food at, at hot food at a grocery store and it tastes yeah. like a and there's restaurant a lot of it. food. Yeah. Whole Foods is doing this thing. Have you ever, uh, like they're starting to do it where you just like walk out with your stuff and cameras and sensors like link to your phone and you yeah, pay. Yeah, the, the police come pick you up and then you go to jail. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I thought I was linked up. Oh, <laughs> I'm linked up. Link this. Uh, so their sausage this is one. linked up, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Well, I did that. There was an Amazon thing like that the other day. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember, not the other day, there is one. Uh, but about a month ago, <laughs> it's in Man- it is in Manhattan. I remember, you know, I bought that great green suit. Oh, baby. Oh, Kelly yeah. Green. Ooh, you look so good in that suit. Thank you. Well, I also got a second suit with it because I wanted to try the sizes and stuff. And the one I didn't want, I'm not going to keep it, so I don't need two green suits. So I brought it back to the like walk-in Amazon thing and returned it. The guy had like checked off, you know, scanned it. I was all set. And I get this fucking email. It's like, you never returned it. You've got like 30 days to return it or else we're going to charge you full for the thing. I was like, well, I returned this. I don't understand. It's gone. Hmm. It's gone. It's, it's tough to. I don't know how to contact anyone over at Amazon. They're fucking nuts. Just show up. Go to that warehouse. I know. I sh- I just should go back there and say, All right, look, look, look at me. <laughs> look at me in the eyes and tell me I wasn't here <laughs> two months ago. <laughs> um, I just met a, a slophead the other night. I was flapping my trap out on the sidewalk <laughs> in, uh, in Los Angeles, <laughs> and, and a guy uh, came up to me. He's probably listening right now. Hey, dude. Uh, and he said, Hey, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I'm from Denver. Uh, but I'm in town because I'm going up to Bakersfield to pitch 
to Amazon. He's a, he was like a VR guy pitching a VR oh, product to Amazon. And he said their offices were up in Bakersfield. I said, Bakersfield? Oh. And he said, yeah, because that's like where the huge uh, headquarters of like, you know, like the shipping center. It, make, it makes sense, like just outside of a giant city, yeah. in a mm-hmm. quiet little place to have your big giant Amazon facility. Mm. Your Amazonian size. Hey, we we got to do VR for the blowout. You guys have never done like the new VR stuff, huh? No, I, I hear it's cool though. Or you you've told me about it. It's great. Yeah. Well, this guy's well, how- VR thing. I want to say this guy's name was Mike from Denver. He. It wasn't <laughs> VR. Like this is the whole new world happening, dudes. We should invest. Yeah. This is not about fun. He was working oh, for this cool. company that does forklift. <laughs> <laughs> Forklift operator certification virtually so that you could learn how to drive a forklift and ah, actually get certified and interesting. Uh, and you didn't have to actually like do it. You know, it's a dangerous thing yeah. as you're as you're learning it. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. even thought he was kind of like it was a comedy thing because forklift certification is sort of me- like heavily memed. Yeah. 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 But then he took out oh. he showed me the website. I was like, no, this is like real forklifts. So this is like real shit. And you can learn on an Oculus. Huh. Um I- yeah, it's you know like I it's, wonder. Go ahead. I wonder if uh, now I lost my trade. Go ahead, Jeff, and I'll I'll bring it back around. Like it, it's funny, all these simulators. Like even when I was a kid, I had a flight simulator on my PC, mm-hmm. and it was so true to life that it was like inoperable by a child. <laughs> yeah, you know what right, I mean. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't like a video game where it's just like, oh, this is the gas, and here's your here's your yoke, yeah. here's your stick. It was like, well, you got to talk to the tower first. You didn't talk to the tower, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to the tower. And, uh, and you know, like, there's a trucker simulator now that's like really faithful. And yeah. um, with all these VR things, they, I bet you, they can really, really put you in an actual thing an actual device or an actual yeah. vehicle that operates exactly the way that they really do and you can get certified that's wild i had a neighbor i would go to his house he he like had uh, uh super nintendo and i would go over there and he'd be like i think i'm just gonna play the flight simulator and he would like you know i'd watch him like put the flaps up and talk yeah talk to the tower <laughs> and i was like all right i'm gonna play battletoads <laughs> <Good luck. laughs> the hardest uh... fucking game in history I remember hanging out over at, my, at a friend's house and his dad was on the computer all night. I was like, man, your boy, your dad sure works a lot. And I look at the monitor and he was doing a flight simulator. He was, he was a dork. Sorry, dude. Dad, your dad's a dork. Um, <laughs> that reminds me of, you know, that line in The Simpsons when, uh, <laughs> when Millhouse has like a remote control a plane and Bart's like, come on, make it do some loops, make it crash. He's like, the <laughs> the goal of every RC flyer is to have a perfect like of level yeah. flight. <laughs> <laughs> Millhouse is uh, such a what dweeb. I was gonna what I was gonna say. He's a dweeb. He's got the flood pants. What I was gonna say about the VR stuff is like, aren't a lot of video games like they're they're like tested with the army first? Like people, that's how people learn about combat or something, and then that like technology gets siphoned down into games. Is that is that crazy? I don't know, man. I like I think like Call of Duty was is how people learn how to be soldiers. That's that's how it, and if they desensitize people to pull the trigger on their fellow man. You can never desensitize me. I'm a very sensitive guy. Yeah, you can't. Desensitize I never. I people. don't want to kill anyone. You'll be out there <laughs> singing songs about beers to his <laughs> enemies. MGD. <laughs> oh boy, I had a nice crisp MGD the other day. 
I was out at uh, at uh, Casa I was out of the woods. <laughs> yeah, I was scrounging around the uh, the ditches in the out there in the uh, meadow. <laughs> no, I was at Casa Bianca Pizza Pie in uh, Eagle Rock. I'm eating pizza, and I say, "Look at this MGD on the menu." Ooh! I order it. Comes out in one of those new bottles. Remember, we saw they changed the bottle. Yeah, to the, it's it's red and black. Red and black, and it's great you know that's a good pizza beer a nice crisp light beer like that, that. cold bottle but then in a clear bottle i put up to my lips i swear to god it's ever so slightly more of a wide mouth bottle than typical <laughs> bottles not enough you could tell by the gauge you're like this is a big one it, but it wasn't big <laughs> enough to like that you would note it it wasn't like a mickey's bottle but you know, like a big slam. Remember big slam? Yeah, but yeah. it was not no big slam, Jay. This was <laughs> this was more like how McDonald's straws are just slightly wider. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You don't yeah. notice it, but you suck down. Not, not quite a boba straw. Not quite no, a boba. Not straw. quite a boba fit. Oh no, no. But for the MGD, I love drinking beer with pizza, but I also don't want to f- it to foam up and make me full because I'm going to have eight slices of pizza. Yeah. Uh, so that that. Wide top helped me sip and not foam. Less glug, more chug. Well, you say it's slices of pizza. This is the place that does, um, they make their pizzas on Ritz crackers, right? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. This thing tastes like black licorice. And I've yeah. been coming around on, I, I traditionally don't really love black licorice as a flavor, but I've been drinking more Amaro and I've been loosening up on that stance. And I'm like, there's interesting. Mm. Within the world of the ten Amaro bottles I have, I'm saying this one's a little like this. Oh, and this one's a little like this. But this <laughs> yeah, absinthe, like it really this. just is good and plenty. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you put put it together, because it, look, I'll confess, as I was making this, I used the same tablespoon for my absinthe as I did for my grenadine, and sure. I and I licked it. Eww. That was exactly good and plenty because it's the cherry sugar and the absinthe together. Oh, it's kind of oh, a little yeah, Mike and yeah. Ike in there. Yeah, it's exactly exactly I, capsule shaped candy. I don't. I don't. Uh, for the amount of for the amount of gin that's in here, I don't taste it at all. Yeah, but you feel it, don't you? Because you get a little warm in the face. Yeah. So all, we haven't. I was. We like haven't done this in a while. On... But who do you? Who do you? Oh, I cut you off. I'm going to continue to cut you off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I deserve to be cut off. The, the um, who We haven't done this in a while. Who, who would drink this drink? Like, who do you picture drinking this drink? I guess I'm picturing just a kind of windbag guy who wants to talk about his drink all night. Yeah. You know, like, it's a monkey gland. Um, yeah. yeah. Like a podcast know, host or a uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, similarly annoying fellow. Yeah, you know those windbags. You know that type. It's actually named after a monkey's nuts, man. <laughs> I mean, isn't it really we hard? We, look, we've got cocktail aficionados listening to this podcast, and they get our vibe, and they tend to drop their shoulders and let their hair down and get that we, we, we want, it's cool if you know a lot about liquor, but be welcoming. Don't be, don't be holding the rest of the world away with your yeah. knowledge. Welcome people right. in. And I think that during the course of this podcast, we started off by being like, we're three bozos who yeah. like MGD and we're going to learn about cocktails. Mm-hmm. Now being more than a year in, I do find myself when I'm talking to people, especially at a bar, I, I do still have to, I have to check like, when I'm talking about a drink here, it, do I, 
I know mm. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know enough to actually be pretentious about it, but like, am I going to start sounding like one of these windbag right. fuckers? Right. Because well, right, right. I, I only remember uh, an interesting factoid about like every other drink. A lot of the drinks are unremarkable. And if you were like, yeah, you know, uh, a sidecar or a rusty nail, I'm like, oh, yeah, what was that one again? Those are, they, those they can't all are two, be... two notable drinks, but continue. Oh, yeah, but, but I mean, they can't all be like Trinidad Sours and stuff, you know <laughs> what I mean? Rusty Nail was a Stone Cold Classic. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, well, well, but okay, <laughs> Rusty Nail was what, ginger ale and cognac? Right, I get you, I, I can't remember. Or was that a no, horse's no. neck? That was horse's neck. Rusty Nail was Drambu. Drambu. Okay. And Scotch. <laughs> Drambu. Okay. Right. But look, I'm going to say that Monkey Gland, if in three months, if you're like, Dots, how about a Monkey Gland? If you see me at a bar, hey, Dots. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what was that one again? This one is already feeling a little bit like unremarkable. Well, I, I, I'm with you because there's a fundamental thing with this one, which is like, you're mixing up a cocktail. You want mm-hmm. the alchemy of multi- things becoming greater than the sum of the parts oh, the so whole I like that. a balance I like that. exactly kind of like the three hosts of this podcast mm. not not so great on their own put them together it's almost like there's the fourth host you know well i don't uh, know yeah. questions for lennon is soaring right now that's true but they have good guests <laughs> good guests um, that's more of a guest show plus the now, blowout is hosted by the host of the blowout's pretty good yeah and they also the pay pig has no show and that's the best tier of all so um no but uh those other ones, Jeff, you met, the Rusty Nail, I thought it was brilliant because Drambuie on its own is yeah, a little that, too that, sweet, that was, that was and you good. cut it with some scotch, and it's a great drink. And then you mentioned the sidecar. Also delicious. Cognac, triple sec, and lemon. The triple sec is a little orangey. The cognac is a little yeah, warm. Yeah, okay. Look, Tim, I picked bad ones. I, I, <laughs> you, know, I'm not, you know there's forgettable drinks. I'm going to dance on your grave over this. <laughs> um, I, I, I know there's worse drinks, and, and I'm saying that this one... I'm drinking a sludge that only tastes like one of the ingredients. So whoever this was, be it Harry or Ritz, you done fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, you did. It, yeah. It's, I think it's uh, with the absinthe. I think this has happened with us before. It's basically just an absinthe drink. It is. Yeah. But we're learning. You know what I mean? When we did the Sazerac, we had to do an absinthe rinse on the inside of our glass and then discard the absinthe. And we were like, what a that waste. Sucks. Why are we doing this? And now this we, sucks. now we're, now we got it and we're complaining, but now we know because it would have just tasted like, my, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, good and plenty. I bet this would be a lot better with just a rinse. That's the right way to go though. Not the rinse, but the spritz, the. <laughs> yeah. maybe a little bit of, that's what you want. A little... <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. A little bit of. <laughs> <laughs> A nice little question mark fart. <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm looking through our old recipes and like trying to think of what QMF. are some weirdies. What are some What are some weirdies? All the ones that I can't remember are cognac ones. Sazerac. Uh, There's drinks you don't remember. We haven't done that many pods. I remember every Sazerac. Tuxedo. I'm you know like there's a bunch of these that I'm like what was that again? I can't remember what's in a tuxedo. The tuxedo was like a martini variation. Yeah, gin and uh, oh yeah, vermouth and made in tuxedo, New York or something. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> Yellowbird, we love. All right, but oh, enough, enough yeah. of uh, enough of that. Do, do we do a second round? Do we need a second round? I have more left over in my shaker that didn't fit my glass, so I might go grab that <laughs> shaker. <laughs> Shakers right. Diner in Pasadena. We used to laugh at the sign and say, Shakers. <laughs> Folks, we'll be right back and we'll talk about our final thoughts. Great. 
back talking about our final thoughts on the monkey gland. Um, hey, this monkey gland, it's not an order again. You're not going to order it. It's not going to yeah. happen. It's, yeah. it's just not going to be ordered again. You don't yeah. do, don't order it again. Don't order it in the first place. Have don't order it in the first mm-hmm. place. Unless you, you have run, your favorite food is good and plenty, and you've run out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got some good plays. I'll go to a bar. <laughs> Next best thing. Uh, this I was. I thought of this term uh, this afternoon when I was buying my gin. I was very excited to use this, but unfortunately, I cannot. Uh, I, I this drink is not a. Uh, this is not a GGD. This is not a good gin drink. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, it's not. It's too bad because mm. I really wanted to use good that. With, Grateful Dead. I want to be happy to use that, but it's not. It's just not. It's be and and it's it's an affront to the gin. It masked. We love that junipery gin here on the Sloppy Boys show. Yeah, yeah. it's it's all just covered up. But it kind of makes me happy that I like disliking a drink. I feel like uh, that's kind of a fun to just have a week and be like, hey, folks, it's a clunker. <laughs> Even Tim, <laughs> I I like you guys are uh, you know have a uh, you go back and forth a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Mike, we all know the things that you hate. Uh, me, I think I kind of tend to like the drink every week. This one, I'm telling you, I'm not going to say bad drink, but I'm saying, yeah, but I'm exactly. saying it's not like, an order you, again. If, if you gave me free monkey glands all night, I'd be like, okay, great, fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes, and then it's also just like, why would you do that though? Because any other drink is better. <laughs> this drink before we put the absinthe in it was probably a nice little yeah, it had gin, a gin tequila thing. sunrise, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Huh, Michael. Your your thoughts and feelings? No, I I, uh, I will echo Tim. I, this is a it's a not a it's an N it's an N G G D, not a good <laughs> oh gin drink, and uh, it is not something I will order again. Sorry. Yeah. What are you guys thinking though? In in, in the grand scheme of things, that take tastes like black licorice. Hmm. Like I was saying, I've, I've been kind of warming to certain amaro and and things like that. Do you do you? The, the good and plenty flavor, is that a big thumbs down to you? Do you like good and plenty? No. Uh, I do like good and plenty, but it's it, when it's like Halloween and it's in a bowl of candy, it's the fun size. Like, oh, good and plenty, I try a few and go, hey, I'm not going to have yeah, these anymore. I'm good for three capsules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three caplets. And I'll just swallow those like a pill. I don't even chew cool. them. Um, <laughs> you know, do you, how about this? Twizzlers. Do you guys do Twizzlers? No, no. The red ones, yeah. Even the reds, I, I don't like. I prefer I like, red vines. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you, I don't do, I don't do a Twizzler. I don't do a red vine. You don't. Hey, it's Jeff, waxy. Give you a little hint. Red vines are waxy. I'll give you that. I, You're drinking yeah. your Coke out of a glass. Let's say uh-huh. you got like a Batman or a Calvin sure, Cordial. Sure. <laughs> use, use a red vine as your straw. It's kind of fun. Hmm, okay. You got to bite the ends off. You got to bite the ends off. You, you can spit them out if you need to, Jeff, but yep. you do have to bite them. Right. Have you guys, there's a pasta that's shaped like a straw. Bucatini? Bucatini. Stratini. During COVID, there was a Bucatini shortage. It was so popular. Is it Damn. long like a straw or a short little straw? Long. A short, a short one would be more like a penne, right? Uh, mm. Or a ziti. But then the right. long, thin, it kind of just looks like but a spaghetti. It, it, but it's then you, thin. So you, it's, yeah, but, yeah, but there's a negative space running through its body. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like us after these monkey glands that left us cold. Um, well, hey, my, my final thoughts on this are the same as yours. That It's fine. 
and it's, yep. it's a C. It's a C. I mean, I am enjoying know? the taste. Like now, I, I I feel the slightest buzz coming on, and I sip the drink, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of fancy. Oh, but, but it'll do the job. Good. Yeah, it'll. You know. What I'm gonna do is now that I got the gin out, I'm going to or the gin's in the freezer. I'm gonna make myself a martini yes. for the blowout, yes. which you know this week we talked about. Uh, Kanye Genius, the documentary. So mm-hmm. go back and listen. That's why I'll be acting the way I'm acting on that. We're mixing our tenses. I'm going to make something because uh, we are going are... to have talked about. Uh, <laughs> Mike, you're brilliant. A martini. Why? Why waste the gin in this when you could just have yourself maybe the best cocktail? You know. Or yeah. like, look, I bet you this would be good if you did exactly what you do, but instead of the tablespoon of absinthe, you give it a little. Rinse. <laughs> yeah. And then after a few of these, you go, uh, you know, back to your bedroom and you. Yeah. And then, and then in the morning, you know, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a good podcast. People are learning from us like, oh, so I should wake up in the morning and go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's, that's the routine. Oh, drink at night and then <laughs> eliminate and my then, bowels. And then. <laughs> it's that simple folks yep when you hear that rooster crow it's time to push logs <laughs> <laughs> the rooster crows your underpants you will throw off your knees <laughs> got a nice ring to it off your knees so memorable uh-huh. I guess past the knees would be best hey uh, these monkey glands aren't so bad after all <laughs> Honey, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go throw my underpants past my knees. Don't ask. <laughs> I, throw, I gotta. Sounds like such a panic velocity. <laughs> I gotta yeet my fucking jeans. <laughs> the monkey gland. If you're gonna compliment it, it's it's nice and strong because at an ounce and a half of gin, mm-hmm. and then that tablespoon, the the absinthe is high proof. So that's a tipsy little cocktail. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's not and then bad. also, to, hey, to fill your glass, did you make just one? Because I feel like just for the picture and for my own in, in, enjoyment, I made a one and a half, not quite a mm. double. Ah. What did you guys do? Did you just I, make one and it filled a glass? I, I did the IBA recipe and my, my cocktail glass is only like like one of these like two and a half ounces or whatever. Not, no, four and a half ounces. Mm. So I couldn't fit, uh, fit it all in there. So it was two rounds. Yeah, mine, mine, uh, mine made it just like right up, exactly up to where it needed to be, like a Greek pour. That's right. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the Greek pours are a hit online. Uh, uh, everyone keeps sharing us when you when you have a glass of wine poured up to the rim. We like seeing it. Yeah, the Greek pour is funny. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And hey, need more boys? Follow us on Patreon, and you can get the sloppy boys blow out our weekly bonus episode it kind of rocks goodbye <laughs> get, 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 goodbye folks we love seeing you every week yes He's seeing your shining faces yep uh oh, how do we what, how do we normally sign off on this thing you say goodbye that's you, goodbye folks that's it goodbye You're goodbye done. I mean, didn't you say? Didn't you say your spiel? That's that's the show we do the. Yeah, you know, I got to read it most of the time because the monkey glands start hitting. Well, you know, it's always a good opportunity, Jeff. You're closing out the Sloppy Boys podcast to point out that 
to the people out there who think that Tim can't write a good organ counter melody, right? Keep your ears peeled because you're about to have your whole world turned upside down by get up, give it up for your boy. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Give it up for your boy.